What is the chief end of man? This is the question we're all asking. What's my purpose in life? What will make me happy? The Westminster Shorter Catechism answers, man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. This is the message of the Bible and King Jesus. Man's Chief End is a radio ministry of the Puritan Reformed Presbyterian Church, walking the same old good paths and right rule along the narrow way. Hear now a message by our pastor, Grant Van Leuven. Good morning, everyone. This is Pastor Grant Van Leuven with the Puritan Reformed Presbyterian Church. And you've heard the introduction to our program, which uh, if you've been listening, you'll notice that at the beginning and at the end, you're hearing a choir singing a cappella. Uh, our church sings a cappella, and also we sing the psalms. And the intro and the close is singing a psalm. And it's a psalm we're going to talk about today. I'm here with my lovely family, and we're going to be introducing a, a series of sermons through Psalm 23. But we thought what we would do is uh, come in today as a family and talk about Psalm 23 together. We're actually going to sing Psalm 23 together for you in parts. As we do in family worship, we're going to talk through Psalm 23 just a little bit to get a feel for what we're going to learn about in the coming sermons programs. And uh, we actually have a little something else fun we're going to sneak in and insert if we can get away with it in a little while here. So listen for that. Okay, so how about we first introduce those of us who can be here again. My name is Grant, and our church is Puritan Reformed Presbyterian Church. We are in Paradise Hills, close to National City in Bonita. First, what's your name, young lady? I'm Rachel. Hi, Rachel. How old are you? I am 19. What's your name, young lady? My name's Olivia. Hello, Olivia. And how old are you? 16. Okay. Almost 17. 17 in a few days. <laughs> and uh, you want to round up or just say 16? <laughs> I mean, it's on Thursday. Okay. And about ready to get her driver's license. What's your name, young man? Isaac Daniel Van Isaac Daniel Van Okay. <laughs> and uh, what about you, big guy on the right who's uh, taller than me now? Can't believe it. Abraham. Oh, wait. Hold, how old are you, Isaac? Did I forget to? Nine. Nine. Okay, Abraham. And Abraham, how old are you? Fourteen. And let's say a shout out to our younger brothers. Isaac, say shout out to our next in line. Shout out to our next in line. No, say his name, goofball. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel. Gabriel. <laughs> he doesn't know what I'm talking about. He's a little nervous. He's got a little bit of this studio eyes like, what am I doing? With these mics and everything. And Abraham, say a shout out to our next in line after Yo, Gabriel. Gideon. Hello, Gideon. And then, of course, we say hi to my lovely wife. Fernanda. And also, should we say hi to the next in line in her belly? <laughs> Juliana. Yeah. Juliana. Yeah, now you're getting with the program. Juliana, do February. Appreciate everybody's prayers for us. And uh, we're at four months now, and uh, we're so delighted the Lord's given us another girl. We're really excited. Seven children pretty soon. It was seven children now, but one, pretty soon Juliana will be joining us. Okay, so we're going to talk about Psalm 23 together. Again, we're going to hear a sermon series on Psalm 23. So this show is to introduce that series and share a little bit of uh, how much we love Psalm 23 in song. So let's look at Psalm 23. Just think a little bit about it. And what we're doing now is we're just going to kind of have a little bit of like a family worship. Actually, we usually do pray, though we prayed before we started the program. Let me go ahead and, let me go ahead and pray for the Lord to bless us right now. Lord, we lift up this program to you and we thank you for it. And uh, we thank you for all our family. Thank you for our church family and for your church and for your word and spirit. We pray, triune God, that you'd be with us and bless us and bless those listening to the program as we think about you, that great shepherd of the sheep. And we pray that everyone listening would be able to say for themselves, the Lord is my shepherd. And we pray in Jesus' name. And all your people said, Amen. Amen. So let's look at verse 1 to start with. The Lord is my shepherd. 
Lord, it's Yahweh in the Hebrew, very important name for God, covenantal name, revealing his own self-existence, but he is my shepherd. What's a shepherd? Anybody? Talk in the mic. Get by the mic, Abraham. Don't be shy. What's a shepherd? I'll call on you if you don't answer. Keeps his sheep. Keeps his sheep. What does that mean, keeps his sheep? Watches over them. Watches over them. Can you think of someone that Gabriel likes to talk a lot about right now who is a shepherd? David. David. Even he says he's going to defeat the Philistines and he's going to defeat Goliath. And he says, this is not going to be a problem for me, King Solomon. I've been already slinging shots at, at these big lions and bears and no problem. Well, where did he have his experience doing that? Shepherd. A shepherd of the sheep, even though he was kind of young. Yeah, so our little Gabriel, he's always around the house now, swinging whatever he has. I'm Dave. I'm David, Dad. I'm David. And guess who I get to be? Goliath. Goliath. <laughs> we were in, we were in the we were in the uh, store recently. He starts swinging. Well, I guess it was his hat. It's funny how a boy can make anything a weapon. What are you doing, Gabriel? You you David? Yeah, Dad. And you're Goliath. And when you know, right in my eye. <laughs> he got me good. He got me good. Uh, thankfully, it was a hat, uh, and I let him do it, but <laughs> I was like, oh, man, you're a pretty good shot. <laughs> so David is a shepherd, and a shepherd someone who takes care of the sheep. What is the kind of things a shepherd does? We're going to look into this. It'll describe it. What does a shepherd do that, when he takes care of the sheep? Comfort. Hmm? Comfort them. Comforts them. That's true. A lot of times, they take the animal and pet them and help them because they can get nervous and worried, and a lot of times, to be able to do other things, they comfort them. Yeah. It feeds them feeds them that's a big one we're going to look at yeah do you guys like to eat mm-hmm. yeah yeah so a shepherd's one of his big jobs is to make sure the sheep are fed what are we going to say rach protects them protect we're going to talk about that a lot protects them from what in like lions and bears people who are going to try to kill wolves. them wolves wolves probably yeah. also sometimes from themselves from like running over a cliff or getting themselves hurt yeah we're going to Think more about that a little bit, but I think a lot of times it's also saving them from themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also predators. That's what the rod and the staff is for. We'll look at that kind of thing. Right. So the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. What's that mean? We don't need to worry about where we're going to get our resources because he'll provide it for us. Good. Now, does it mean I get whatever I want? No. <laughs> no. Whatever I need. A lot of times if God gives us what, I, what we want, just like our children... If I let you eat what you want to eat all the time, you're not going to you're not going to survive, right? <laughs> so it isn't about giving us whatever we want; it's giving us what we need, and that's what it means. So I shall not lack anything. I will not have want of things, right? I won't have want of whatever that I need. It isn't saying I can have whatever I want, right? And again, it's the Lord is my shepherd; He's taking care of me. But what it means is, if we trust in the Lord and He's our shepherd, He's going to take care of us. So. There's a really important word here Martin Luther draws out. What is it in verse 1? We haven't talked about it yet. If the Lord is my. my, right, my shepherd, a personal pronoun. It doesn't say the Lord is the shepherd. He is the shepherd of the sheep. You know, Hebrews says Jesus is that great shepherd of the sheep. But what's the difference if you're going to enjoy this? It's got to be that you can say the Lord is my shepherd. It's got to be that you've trusted in God as the one true God. You've trusted in Jesus Christ as your great shepherd to save you, who's also the Lamb of God that takes away our sins, right? Trusting in Jesus to pay for your sins, trusting in Jesus and his perfect life on your behalf to give you heaven, and then trusting him to guide you through this life in the meantime, and that he'll lead you all the way to heaven. Okay, let's uh, look a little bit more here. Verse 2, Psalm 23, 2, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. What do you think about that word lying down in the green 
pastures. Of course, we have the idea that we'd be eating, right? But being able to lie down. Rest. Rest. It, it makes me think of what you said, Isaac, comfort, right? It helps us to have peace. The good shepherd knows how to get the sheep to lie down and take care of themselves and not, as you said, Rachel, run and get themselves off a cliff. Or yeah, we're gonna say. I don't, uh, don't most animals, when they're lying down, um, it shows that they're they feel safe if they're standing up they're like looking for predators and they're not well yeah it could be i mean they're certainly not going to lie down if they don't feel safe so the effect of having the lord as your shepherd is you can have that peace and safety so jesus says in the sermon on the mount don't worry right take no thought of anything like paul says in philippians 4 well how we love to worry it makes us feel like we're in control but actually it doesn't and then are we laying down no we have trouble laying down and sleeping right so the Lord takes good comfort of us, careful. He leads me beside the still waters. The sheep won't stay still if they're not by still waters. So this sense of comfort. Verse 3, he restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. He restores my soul. You see, Jesus says, I'll go out. The good shepherd of the sheep goes out and gets the one sheep that's lost and brings it back to the fold, right? Brings it back to the fold. He restores my soul, and he leads me in paths of righteousness. See that? He leads me. Jesus says, follow me, right? When he's getting his apostles and disciples, he's always saying, follow me. And they get up and follow him immediately, leave everything. So we're going to talk about our response as this, uh, to the shepherd, but he leads me. He leads me in the paths of righteousness, holiness, goodness. He leads me out of the world. We're in the world, but not of it, he says. He leads us on good paths, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, right? No one comes to the Father but by me. He talks about how uh, straight is the way, right? Straight, narrow is the gate. Straight is the way that leads into life. Few find it. Most people go down the banks of the broad road to death. But he is the good shepherd that leads us. In fact, he does it, though, for his own name's sake. Passive righteousness for his name's sake. He says, we're following Jesus. He helps us give a witness to him. What about verse 4? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We actually just studied this with the Pilgrim's Progress video with Derek Thomas, Ligonier Ministries, in Sabbath class this, this Lord's Day morning, right? The valley of the shadow of death. We're all going to go through these things. But notice it says the shadow of death, not death itself. The shadow. Jesus saves us from eternal death. He's leading us through everything. This is why this psalm is such a blessed psalm at your deathbed. Death has no sting, the Bible says, right, for Christians. The Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, is leading us straight into heaven. The Lord brings us through the shadow of death. But shadows can be scary. You guys ever feel a little scared if you don't have your lights on or mm -hmm. yeah. dark hallways and stuff? Yeah, We've had times like that. But notice, what's the effect of that again? The comfort. I will what? I will fear no evil. The Bible talks about not having fear. Olivia, you gave a speech on not having fear, right? Mm -hmm. Fear is the opposite of what? Bravery. Kind of, you know. Fear is the opposite of, O oh, ye oh, of little faith. faith. Right, faith. Faith is trusting in the good shepherd and trusting him. You got your eyes on him. You don't have anything to be afraid of, right? He says very often, why are you so afraid, ye of little faith? See the contrast. So when we're having faith in the good shepherd, we don't have to fear. And remember, the scriptures say, fear is not of God, because God gives us himself and gives us comfort. But how does he comfort us in the verse there? Thy rod... And thy staff, they comfort me. Yeah. How do they comfort the sheep? To guide us. Yeah, that's true. A lot of times it's the staff that will be held out on the, just touching the sheep, give them the sense of the shepherd's presence. It can be to guide like through into the sheepfold, that kind of thing. Yeah. What else? 
What did David do again? How did we think about him as a shepherd? Protectful. Protects. Protects them, yeah, from predators. And sometimes that can even be, they comfort me. The staff and the rod, though, can also be used to get the sheep in order, get them up on their feet, get them moving. Verse 5, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. A table, prepares a table, be like a place to be eating, right? We say la mesa, in Spanish means the table, like a flat area, right? He prepares a place for us to eat in the presence of my enemies. Those predators are around, but we can eat and not be afraid because we know the good shepherd's there protecting us. Anoints my head with oil. What's that for? Why does he anoint my head with oil? It's not like mommy when she likes to have the different oils and things (laughs) and make her skin nice. So it's kind of related, but uh, what's it for? To mark us. No, it's, uh, think about like the ears and nose. For good, like for comfort, for good smelling. More, not so much, but you keep the flies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's for healing and medicinal properties and keep the the flies and the, and the different bugs that can get in there and cause death and difficulty. Yeah. You're thinking like a lady. Those are all nice things. Probably <laughs> like, the oh, lady, lady, la- the lady, she probably also, like, oh, it's so nice. <laughs> they were all called Esther, maybe. Um, and then my cup runneth over. What's my cup runneth over mean, Isaac? We're if blessed. that, huh? Yeah, that's okay. Go ahead, Abraham. We're blessed. We're blessed. But what does it mean runneth over? My cup. What's a cup? Like the things I take out of the wine cup holders. Well, yeah, but look, I got a cup of tea right here. Right now, if, uh, if this cup was running over, what would be happening? Even more than you need. Yeah, I'd also have a mess on the table. <laughs> and be, yeah, but right, more than my need, like way more than I need is running over. And there are a lot of Psalms where the Lord talks about that. I have more than my need, I mean, especially his mercy. His mercy is plenteous. It runs over. So we just have everything we need. And so therefore, verse 6 concludes, and then we want to talk about who the shepherd cares for for a moment. But therefore, verse 6 says, surely, truly, you got to believe it, goodness and what? Mercy. Goodness and mercy shall what? Follow Follow me all the days of my life, my entire life. If I'm following Jesus, the good shepherd, then all of my days, all of my days are going to be good, full of goodness and mercy. And some people, when you read books about this, talk about this like almost thinking about like two sheepdogs, goodness and mercy. They're there to kind of guide the sheep too. You know, the sheep are often involved. But goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. My whole life is protected by the good shepherd. If I'm following him, goodness and mercy follow me. Hmm. But then where does that ultimately lead? And I will what? Dwell Dwell in God's house. Dwell in the house. Say it with me. I will dwell Dwell in in the the house house of the the Lord Lord. for how long? Forever. 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 Eternal life. Jesus Christ says, if you know the Son, speaking of himself, and the Father sent him, you have eternal life. If we're in Christ... We trust in him as the Lamb of God. He is our shepherd. We say Jesus is my shepherd. By his grace, by his goodness, by his faithfulness, he never loses his sheep. He says in the scriptures, he says, I am the good shepherd. He says, I don't lose one of my sheep the Father's given me. Isn't that encouraging? <laughs> because sheep are what? What do you know about sheep? Stupid. <laughs> They're stupid. They're dumb. And uh, sorry if we have any sheep listening out there. We don't mean to offend you. But <laughs> some, somebody on a farm, you're hearing all the sheep going, ah, wait a minute. No, really, they're, they're not smart. They get themselves dumb. They get themselves lost. Sometimes they can't get up off their feet. And if it's not for the shepherd, they'll die there. I heard a story of a, one sheep got lost and in, uh, in the water of a creek. 
and w- couldn't get his stuff out, didn't know how to just get up. and get. They can't get off of their back. And if it's not for the shepherd, they'll drown themselves. All kinds of crazy things. We're going to listen to a song about that, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit more about sheep uh, as we continue. This is Pastor Grant Van Leuven with Puritan Reformed Presbyterian Church with four of my seven lovely children, and we are sharing about Psalm 23. Can we hear about what it is to be a sheep? If the Lord is my shepherd, then who are we? The sheep. The sheep. And what did I just tell you? Dumb. Stupid. Yeah, we need our shepherd. I'm just a dumb, stupid sheep who's falling on my back again. I need you to lift me up and put me on my feet again. I'm gonna die if I stay here, lying with my legs in the air. I don't have the strength to stand on my own. I should have run as he was coming, but I guess I fell for his disguise. And now I'm fighting for my life, asking Jesus to rescue me. Thank God for the blood of the Lamb that has set me free. It just goes to show. Wait for you to take me home. 
that sounded like a weird dead duck or something. No. Take me. Okay. So that is a song called Dumb, Stupid, Cheap by Yours Truly, which means it was an autobiography. And some of the people you hear playing on that album were friends of mine when I worked at the Salem Christian Radio Station in Pittsburgh. And uh, so that was an autobiography. So what does that mean? I'm the dumb, stupid sheep. I wrote that before I think any of you were born, but it was one of those times I had fallen. I was feeling horrible. I did it again. Lord, I need you. But the answer is, do you go run out into the wilderness when you've sinned? Nope. Are you going to survive? Nope. What's the safest thing to do, guys? Run to Jesus. Run straight to your good shepherd, Jesus Christ. And he saves you. And if it isn't for him, as that song said, I'd be dead. Right? Not only eternal life, but this life. So praise the Lord for that. So as we close here again, you're listening to uh, Grant Bailey. Well, that is me speaking at the time. You're listening to Man's Chief End Radio. And this is a kind of an introductory program for a series of sermons on Psalm 23 that's about to run for a few weeks on our time, 11.30 a.m. And uh, we are now going to sing for you one other song because uh, this is something we sing in worship, family worship. And we're all going to be thinking about how we're sheep. And we're so thankful that the Lord Jesus is our good shepherd. Psalm 23. Da, 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 da. The Lord's my shepherd, I'll not want. He makes me down to
Amen. Thank you for listening, Man's Chief End. An introduction to sermons that will follow now, 11.30 a.m. Monday to Friday on Psalm 23. Hope you'll listen in, and we welcome you to our church to worship the Good Shepherd with us. Hope you can say as well, the Lord is my shepherd. You've been listening to Man's Chief End. Augustine wrote, you have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they find their rest in you. This is Man's Chief End, to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. This show airs because of faithful supporters like you. To give, please visit PuritanChurch.com and click on the Man's Chief End Radio. You are invited to visit us Sundays for morning and evening worship and Wednesday prayer and Bible study. And join Pastor Grant here on K-Praise, Monday through Saturday at 1130 a.m. for Man's Chief End Radio.